Hello and welcome to Tabletop Galaxy, a Star Wars actual play podcast using the role-playing system by Fantasy Flight Games. This campaign follows the crew of the Second Sunrise, a politico, a heavy weapons expert, a mechanic, and a scout on their adventures in a galaxy far, far away. This is episode one of the crew of the Second Sunrise. I am your space dungeon master, Steven, and with me today, we've got... Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? I'm Nifernif, and I'm playing Ellie, who is a Twi'lek, and she's a colonist politico. That's her career and specialization. My name is Nick. I'm playing uh, Kane McAllister. He's a human mercenary soldier. Pew, pew, pew. I am Seal, and I am playing Vosk today. He is a Duros technician mechanic. Good evening, friends. I am Gregory, and I am stoked to be playing Zarko Cruz, human explorer scout. Awesome. And like I said, my name's Steven. I am the Space Dungeon Master here. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. I'm also the Dungeon Master of the Not Quite Heroes podcast, which is at NQH Podcast, and the up-and-coming Forge Academy, which is at Forge F-A-E, Forge Academy, which are both D&D 5e actual play shows. So if you tuned into our session zero, you got a little bit of background on, on some of these characters and everything, uh, and we're going to jump right in. I'm going to give you guys kind of that hook again. And, and also before we jump in, we are all pretty stinking new to this system. So there's going to be a lot of story, a lot of laughing, a lot of fun, and a lot of messing up rules and learning together as a team. All right, y'all ready? Ready. I'm ready for that sweet obligation roll that's totally going to land on Zarko. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking this. <laughs> we need to roll for obligation and for ship. Oh, and for, and for four stuff. So let's do those rolls, and then I'll give you guys the crawl text and set the scene. Sound good? Yes, sir. Good? Sure. Okay, so... Start with the destiny roll. I don't roll for that. That's just the characters that roll, correct? Just the characters. Ellie got one dark. Kane got one dark. Vosk got two light side. And Zarko got one dark. <laughs> <laughs> Literally carrying the team. <laughs> <laughs> so the next roll we're going to do is the obligation roll. I have a little macro for it, and oh, cool. everybody is at 20 except Zarko. You stayed at 10, correct? I'm the only one in both groups that only has 10, which means I'm doomed. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I'm interpreting it that way. <laughs> Who's it going to be? <gasps> I said that it was going to be me. I called it before the stream. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Just glad it wasn't me. Yes. <laughs> The, way, the obligations of Ellie weigh upon the group. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. I just cannot fathom why somebody who stole a very unique looking ship from the Black Sun and then flew it to a planet known to have Black Sun on it might just be a little bit stressed and might be stressing the rest of us out too. Yeah, it's, it's a mystery. It's hard to say. Weird. It's really surprising is what it is. <laughs> Actually, I'm really excited because that really fits well in... You were rooting for that, weren't you? I'm going to be honest... I was actually rooting for Zarko because it was the most off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll happen come. soon enough. <laughs> yeah. The time Give will the come. Time. The other thing that's cool about obligation 
is it's a it's actually a resource that the 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 players can do things throughout the story to lower that obligation or to raise it. So perhaps there's a piece of equipment that they want that costs a little bit more money. They can go to the huts, the Black Sun, one of these big criminal organizations, a shady random loan shark or whatever. Be like, hey, I need a little bit of extra cash, and that loan gives them the credits, but then it also increases their obligation. So there's a lot of really cool stuff about that. Okay, the last role we're gonna do is, uh, well, why don't you describe the second sunrise since we've already said what it is. So I don't remember the actual name of the model, but the ship is called the second sunrise and it's the equivalent of like an antique that I, my character Ellie stole from her family, her dad's old collection basically because part of the thing that is straining the entire team right now is she stole from her family who's a part of the Black Sun. And so she stole their property and a lot of their money and then left and she hired Zarko and got out to the Outer Rim. And so they're in kind of a recognizable ship, the excess stock light freighter, thanks. But we've renamed it the Second Sunrise because it's a new start on life for all of us, maybe. And yeah. Yeah, and because it's so old, we we thought it would be fun to make a table of kind of random yeah. characteristics that can show up. So who gets to so uh, who, who wants re-roll to roll that, for that? That D20. It's a D20, right? We have 17. So here we go, D17. So three, which means... The toilet flushes whenever the ship enters or exits hyperspace. It's not that inconvenient, but nobody can figure out how or why the jump drive is hooked into the plumbing. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Yeah, and so if you're not familiar with with Star Wars freighter lore, the excess stocklight freighter is a freighter from the Old Republic. So this is like a this is like a thousands year old ship. Is it's super old? It's it's like. Literally, it's like some one of us driving a Model T, yeah, yeah, but actually a horse. <laughs> <laughs> we have a horse. There we yeah. go. Essentially, uh, so it's a very recognizable, unique looking ship. Okay, so with that, with our roles done, we've got our obligation, we've got our destiny pool that I'm sure I'm going to forget to use. We've got our ship quirk. Let's jump into episode one. The galaxy is in chaos. The Rebellion has just defeated the Empire's superweapon, the Death Star. The Imperial forces have responded by tightening their grip wherever possible. But in the chaos, in the Outer Rims, the black market world lives on, though even the largest organizations have found the Imperials breathing down their necks. Jobs are harder to come by for those not specifically owned and trusted by any of the major syndicates. On the arid black desert world of Socorro, a loose alliance between major crime organizations keeps the peace as the illegal ship modifications found here are the best in the galaxy. Now, if you remember, you are in Fiertok's Lounge, a small cantina run by Fiertok, who is an old female Wookiee. She's got kind of graying fur. There's beads and dreads and braids kind of at various points. She's across the way from you, cleaning the counters, wiping down, wiping down ales. It's, it's early in the afternoon. The second Sunrise crew has been struggling to find some jobs. Uh, you're tight on cash. You're not really sure what your next step is. Step needs to be. And in this cantina in the city of Vakea, which is 
the capital, if you can call a city the capital of Socorro, which is basically, which has no government, it's basically a loose alliance between all of these crime syndicates. The Imperials even have a small presence there. You're here. You're here having some drinks, cooling off. It's a hot, hot, dry day. There is a, there's just a single Bith playing in the corner, providing a little bit of music, a few, a few booths, a couple individuals at the the bar and as as you're sitting kind of chatting with each other why don't you give me a description of each of your characters so that the listeners can can really get a good image of of what this looks like let's start with you niffer ellie is a light purple twi'lek she's got an awesome poncho because that's what i decided to go with she's quite small compared to the rest of the group and is kind of just like always checking the exits and kind of like not really focusing on her people so much as focusing on everyone else. Thank you for whoever called me fun-sized in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Anything else for me or? No, that's good. All right. Nick, tell me about Kane. Kane McAllister. He's got a, he's a blonde hair, five o'clock shadow, uh, your classic, classic action hero build. He's got a, got a cool guy jacket. He definitely works out. Says it right on the character sheet. It's true. Uh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> he sits unusually upright due to his like military training and background. And he's got that kind of formal look about him always. Uh, and he's constantly scanning the room. He's always listening, but he's always got his eye, ear out for something else. This group just hates eye contact, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and Kane is a human, just to clarify that. Yep, sorry. No worries, Vosk. So Vosk is a Duros. He's one of those smooth, green-skinned aliens. He's a couple of shades darker than like a seafoam green. And he's uh, got those big, red, orange, pupilless eyes. And he's wearing a brown, kind of a sandy-colored brown t-shirt and a set of gray coveralls and he's got the coveralls rolled down to his waist and the, the sleeves kind of cinched around his waist because it's way too hot to to have them all the way up and he, unlike Kane who's like very rigid and stiff and on alert and prim and proper Vosk is relaxing like this is this is time off it is a sweltering Socorro afternoon and he would much rather be in here drinking and hanging out with people than being out there standing on top of the ship in the the beating sun because it's about 115 120 degrees up there right now and so this is definitely where he would much rather be perfect zarko i think you're last so uh zarko is kind of like sitting there he's pretty much the opposite of kane so kane is this really prim proper dude he's kind of like very rigid Zarko's the opposite. He's kind of kicked back, relaxed. He looks like he's having the time of his life all the time. He wears like a leather duster and essentially cargo pants and boots. He looks like he's ready for anything. Always has his backpack with him and he's uh, got a light blaster on his side. Perfect. He's got dark hair and usually has facial hair. Kind of looks like, you know, space viking. He's got a mohawk, so the sides are shaved, keep them a little cool. Uh, 
Space Techno Viking. There's beads in yep. the beard too, Space right? Fight. What's that? Oh, that's right. And yes, we had established that. Yeah, he right now at least he's got a uh, kind of a long goatee looking thing and a couple beads braided into the into the extended chin hair. We got five o'clock shadow. We got like Jack Sparrow beard beads exactly. and like poor Voss can't even grow facial hair. <laughs> uh, Ellie can't grow any hair, so yay. <laughs> hair is for humans. <laughs> yeah. And Wookiees and various other species. <laughs> all right. So you all are sitting here trying to cool off, spitballing ideas about what your next job is. And as you're kind of talking, kind of rushed in through the through the front door, uh, this this cantina, just to kind of describe it a little bit better. Imagine a there's a bar in the center where the drinks are kind of like a, a square structure. And then around that is where the seating and the booths and the tables are. So if you wanted to go get a drink, you'd go to the center of this building from where you're sitting kind of to the right is where the entrance is. And through that entrance, a, a female or with a hood up, it's kind of blue and gray. There's kind of spots of this black dust. That's all over this all over from Socorro, which is this volcanic planet. Uh, she rushes in. She kind of looks around and she sees that there's there's a little bit of space at your at your booth. And she rushes in and sits down really quickly and says, "Please, please help me. Be still. Be still and be quiet uh, and act like this is all normal." And just to bring this back around, in our session zero, we actually played through this small section and and Vos did a perception check to see what he could tell about this individual. And what you notice, Vosk, is one. She seems to be a Zabrak. You notice the small horns poking off her head. You see she's got her pale skin, long, black, beautiful hair that actually covers most of most of these horns. There's just a couple barely sticking out. Like I said, this blue, blue-gray cloak that's got some black from the, the ash or dirt outside, the dust outside. And you see the really quickly, and she puts it back in really fast. And, and Vos, you're the one, you're the one who notices it. Just a, a little necklace that has the rebel phoenix, the, the sign of the rebellion on it. And she, she puts it back in. And as she does that, three humans also walk through the door. One of them has their gun drawn. And the other thing, Vosk, you would notice about these individuals is they carry a hut symbol on them. You said they were members of a hut cartel? Of a hut cartel of some sort, though you don't know exactly which cartel it is. You do know it's not the one you are most familiar with. Okay. Uh, one of them has their weapons drawn. And as they come in, you see this woman reach underneath her, kind of her tunic, her cloak, and pull out a cred stick and says, I've got 400 credits if you can keep me safe from these thugs. That we could probably do. And she slides it back in, says, thank you. Well, then the best thing that we'll have to do is have you make some conversation. So why don't you tell us where you're from just a little bit? Just make it more casual, right? She kind of looks, glances over her shoulder quickly. Says yes, yes, and uh, pulls her hood down a little bit more. Um, yeah, that, my my name is uh, is Shay. Uh, what what about what about you all? I'm Ellie, and this is my crew. So, what brings you here today? As you say, crew, you see kind of her face light up a little bit. Uh, you you do jobs together on occasion. Vosk is out of the corner of his eye watching the guys, despite the fact that I'm paying attention to the conversation. I imagine that based on where she sat down and the fact that I could see her and see the symbol that the guys are behind her. So I'm kind of just mm -hmm. looking past her, but trying to be sly about it. 
Okay. Yeah. So what you see, Vosk, is you see one of them blaster drawn. The other two do not have their weapons out. Just kind of, they kind of stopped at the entrance. There's a, there's about five stairs down to get to where they could walk smoothly, kind of above, just scanning, scanning the environment. And you guys hear also, um, as, as Fear Talk kind of yells at them, particularly at the first one and, and kind of step out of character real quick. One of the things about Edge of the Empire is it's assumed that everybody can communicate with everyone so that you're not hung up because there's, there's literally thousands of languages. Unless it makes for a good story for you not to. Like if exactly. It's, if it's the perfect reason for you, like, I don't speak Wookiee, then yeah. you, you can interject <laughs> that. But otherwise, like he said, you speak every language until you decide I don't speak Gungan. Yeah, exactly. And nobody should speak Gungan. I don't speak basic. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I kind of see her as being a little bit basic, so... Oh! oh. Dang. <laughs> Uh, and so you 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 hear you hear fear talk yell yell something along the lines of hey there's no guns guns allowed in here put that away and then back back to Shay oh go ahead Voss does that mean that we don't have our guns you have them not out she's okay she's basically saying like put put your gun away got it it's an important distinction before something happens <laughs> yes have a weapon or not and that's a that's a thing we all hear yeah yeah you okay. all would all hear fear talk is is she is loud and she has been running this <laughs> this cantina for a long time and to give you a little more context you guys are in vakea which is the capital-ish city of socorro in what's what's considered kind of a neutral zone so none of the criminal organizations own this section so it's supposed to be a friendly place for the most part uh, though there is no government so friendly is a very loose term Everyone is equally unfriendly. <laughs> exactly. I believe I had just asked Shay what she was doing or where she had come from. Something along that line. She says, uh, I was working a job a bit. Perhaps when this situation cools down, she says very quietly, I could um, actually use, use a little bit of a crew. And you kind of see the wheels turning in her mind quickly. Like she's, a, she's experienced at dealing with in high-stress situations. And do you want to tell us about why you ran in here? Not right now. Okay. But what are you doing here? That would be a good, a good thing as she kind of looks back over her shoulder. Well, right now we're having a drink. Would you like one, darling? Oh, that would be, that would be wonderful. Settle your nerves a bit. Yeah, that would be great. Well, sounds like the next round's on me. And Vosk is going to get up and walk over to the bar. Okay. I, I go, think... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, I'd go with him. <laughs> yeah, so then... Yes, Zarko leave goes, all of the important people without right? guns. No, no, it's cool. Zarko sees the two of you standing up. He's, he's about to get up because he basically made the offer, but then he sees the two of you move. <laughs> so he just kind of kicks back even further, like, let them handle it. <laughs> and just like, so, uh, you know, hot out there. It is, it is hot. I can't wait to get off of this bloody planet. What about you all? Yeah, um, I guess that wasn't so subtle. But a very astute observation on the volcanic planet. <laughs> yeah, I meant uh, you got somebody on your heels, do you? I'm saying that a little quieter. She looks at you and says, you're not, you're not very discreet, are you? And then we're going to cut over to Vosk and Kane as you walk over. 
you you two are walking over to to Feartac to the bar. So you said it's it's in the center. We specifically want to do it in a way that I imagine Kane would understand this as well. We want to go to the side of the bar that leaves us looking past Fear Talk and still see them. We don't want our backs to the guys. Okay. We're essentially, now they got to worry about two areas if something pops off. Okay. I am going to ask, as you guys walk discreetly, I'm actually going to ask Zarko and Ellie. Both of you give me a deception check. Okay. It's going to be an average difficulty. Ugh. One one threat for me. Okay. My role was one success and one triumph. <laughs> okay. So I'll take that. So for the threat, what I'm going to say is, Zarko, as you're kind of talking, you're a very friendly individual. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. How do you feel about, like, you put your hand on, on Shay and she kind of looks at you and her face, actually, for the first time, kind of opens up to the the broader cantina okay yeah i would probably maybe like give her maybe she sat down like right next to zarko or whatever because he's on the edge and and so he maybe even scooted over to let her in and then maybe gives her a nudge or something like that to get her attention or what have you Mm, okay yeah so she she looks at you and you see her kind of her face go go pale for a second she turns back very quickly ellie you have a success and a what's the right term for that for the awesome one and a triumph for the awesome one. I like that. <laughs> so, do you do you have thoughts about how you succeed and and how you want to use that triumph? I don't know how to use triumphs out of combat. So there is a chart for that in yeah. the Discord that you can get to. But okay, cool. It can be used to set the scene, right? So you can use that triumph to set things to your advantage. There is a back door in this bar that if we need to get out of. We, we're closer to the back door than the front mm-hmm. door or or something in the the actual space that we're in outside of combat these are the if we're leading up to a combat yeah. you can use that to interject things same thing if yeah. you roll a triumph on your initiative roll mm-hmm. you can say hey there's whatever in in this room may i suggest something too and mm-hmm. i think maybe this might be an opportunity where you could like figure something out about shay is that a way it could be used? I think given the nature of what the what the purpose of the role was, ah. I would say yeah, if it was like a perception deception. role or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say focus on... And, and, oh, focus and on think, the role. Yeah, yeah. Focus on the role, right? So you're doing a deception. You're trying to trick these, these thugs mm-hmm. into thinking that this individual who just offered you a good chunk of money is not with you. Mm-hmm. And this is this is my first time DMing a, like a, a more homebrewed thing of this, and I've only done the beginner box. But my general style is is narrate what you want to do, and if I and if we have to change something to make it fit the mechanic, that's that's where I'd prefer to do, as opposed to like, oh, mechanically we have to do X Y Z. Like let's let's tell a story together, and so so kind of what your imagination goes, roll with it, and we'll and we'll make that we'll figure that out. Okay, so could I use that to maybe like quick do a like on three laugh and then like laugh and kind of put my arm around her and kind of move her into a better position so that she's like not as noticeable like if she turns her head again she can't be seen yeah so I'll, let's say um basically what happens is so zarko you kind of get her attention she looks you see that pale face ellie you see <laughs> exactly and and you 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 reach across and grab her a hand and kind of kind of give her a knowing look 
and start laughing uh, and pull her over Zarko uh, to be more into the middle, more in the middle of the booth as opposed to on the edge where someone would, who just ran in would be. Uh, and you all, <laughs> she, she looks at you and you see this like, this like, oh, thank God someone knows what's happening. Look, look rushes through her eyes. Vosk and Kane, what are you guys doing? I'm going to note two things out of character on triumphs real quick. One, a triumph is multiple things. It is a triumph and it counts for critical hits and, and the triumph mechanic, but there's also a success built into it. So on Ellie's last roll, she had a success, but that success was canceled out by a failure. But there's a success built into the triumph, so she still succeeded. Uh, and it's important to note that because based on the way this system works, sometimes you will have a triumph that exists, but you will have no successes because the success built into the triumph will have been canceled out. So just a fun fact for those folks who are trying to figure out the dice pool, just note that the, the triumph symbol has two things at work there. And the second one is that there is the triumph and then there's a bad version of it called a despair. And despite the fact that all the other symbols on the dice cancel out, triumph and despair do not cancel out. So in a dice pool where you have yellow die, the proficiency die, and red die, the challenge die, you can have a scene where you get a triumph and a despair at the same time, and you have something really good and something really bad both happen, and they don't ixnay each other. Learning! Yeah! Hey. New systems! So, Vosk and Kane, you walked over to get some drinks. Furtak kind of sees you, says, what, what would you want? What, what can I get for you? These, uh, and she kind of glances over at these, these hut thugs that walked in. She says, these, these folks aren't here for you, are they? I don't want you. You know, I don't like trouble in my, in my cantina. Yes, of course. We know you don't want trouble. We hear it often. Yeah, I know. You're some of my favorites. Yeah. I'll have a Corellian ale. No, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, I think we'll just take a round of those for the table. And then I'll lean in and be like, they ain't here for us, but I don't think our new business associates quite in their good graces, so things might go sideways if you catch my drift. She says, you know, I got my friends beneath the bar. She kind of nods down, and you see her, uh, shoot, I forgot what the Wookiee weapon is called. Bowcaster. Bowcaster. Bowca thank you. Goodness Out gracious. Out-nerded by your players. Good job. <laughs> hey. Listen, I made her. He's got a lot on his mind, Niffer. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you see her bowcaster down there. As you kind of look down at that, you see there's, there's notches kind of on the, um, the bow part of it. Because, of course, there and is. And there's a lot. She's my favorite. <laughs> Voss is just going to say, we're not going to start anything, but they don't look like the sorts to take no for an answer. These Vendera's are huts. Uh, they, they're rash, but... Uh, some of them will get, get a little scared. And she turns her back and starts pouring, pouring these ales, puts them on a tray and says, you want me, want me to take them, take them for you or, or are you going to take them over there? Uh, I'll take them so that she can still be behind the bar and nearly much better weapon than I have. <laughs> so I'll wait for the tray, but I will use this point since I am behind the bar from those guys to go ahead and basically unsnap my blaster holster you know, that, that little strip of leather that goes across the heel, I basically just want to fold that down so that I can draw if I need to. For the sake of mechanics, I'll say that you can uh, pull your, your weapon for an incidental instead of a maneuver. Copy. With that. And she says, uh, and, and that'll, it'll just be five credits for you all, however you want to do that. I'll hand it over. 
Okay. So yeah. credits in Star Wars are a little fuzzy. Sometimes they're just like sticks and sometimes I don't know. So we, we do whatever the the appropriate like yeah. exchange is. Yeah, I'll say I'll say on on Socorro, you guys actually have some physical coins. It feels like the kind of place that would have that. So you get you have a few a few coins that count as credits in there. You gotta have them when you're gambling, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of gambling, oh, are there boy. people gambling in here? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> Why not? Yes, and uh, I will say, I will say, kind of. So, so the entrance was to the right, to the left. You see, there's a there's a second small room, uh, and you see a couple sabak tables over there. Sweet. You gonna do anything with that, or just curious? Mostly just curious. I do think since uh, Vosk has has got the drinks and is going to take them back to the table, I think that Kane is going to try to maybe find a table. It doesn't necessarily have to be a gambling table, but he's going to sort of mosey on over and try to find a a separate table or a group of people to sort of blend in and separate from the group. Okay, yeah. I will say kind of on this left side to the bar where you can still see where they entered in. You kind of find an empty one of those like like bar height level standing tables that you can pull your drink up up to and just kind of kind of keep a keep an eye and if you want someone to be there, why don't you describe them and if you want to be by yourself, that's fine. Yeah, no, I mean I was just looking for a looking for a group to like blend in so that they oh, don't. Okay. So I'm not so I'm not like standing out, but I'm also not sitting at the the table with the the rest of the group. Okay, I'll say you see a you see a Nikto who's uh an orange skinned Nikto which are kind of bigger, bigger. They've got kind of spikes coming out and a, and a Trandoshan kind of sitting. They've got some, they look like they, that you could really talk some shop about, about being a hired gun mercenary type. Perfect. <laughs> um, that you can, you can blend into. And, and the two of you, as, as you're kind of going about these two parts, Vosk, as you're carrying this, this tray of drinks, Kane, I'm assuming you grab one off and kind of walk off off the tray. Vosk, I want you to also roll me a deception. This one's going to be a pose, though. Okay. Okay, go for it. Should be set. Okay, I am clicking the button. Well, three threats, so I guess I fall prone. (laughs) 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 And I drop all of the drinks. So as as Kane pulls this drink off of the tray, the, uh, yeah, You had it set perfectly. The, the weight was distributed so nicely. Uh, and Kane drops it. And you fall and spill. And it shatters. And you see the three of these oh, no. look directly towards you. And your friends, Ellie and, uh, and Zarko, kind of look over, you, over to you, as does Shay. And there's a gasp from Shay. <gasps> and you see them all draw their guns and say, You! You! You're the one we're looking for! And they, the three of them pull their blasters out. And I am going to need everyone to roll initiative. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> cool or vigilant? Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. I'm going to say vigilant. You guys, have, you guys were aware of the situation. You know you're trying to be cool, <laughs> for lack of a better term. term. <laughs> you, you, said, you said vigilance, but... Cool is if you are prepared for a fight, vigilant. Oh, I'm is... sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, cool. Oh, so I Excuse me. I got, those, I got those backed up or mixed up. Yeah. Uh, uh, roll your cool and got to find them. Four, adv- or four success for Ellie. Three success and what did you say that was? Advantage. Advantage. Thank you. Three success and an advantage for Kane. Singular advantage for Vosk. 
Three advantage for Zarko. Way to go, us. For the listeners, while he messes around with Roll20 sheets, there are two different types of initiative in this system. There is cool if you are setting a trap and expecting a fight, and there is vigilance if something pops off and you weren't really expecting it. The roll that you make is an unopposed check, so you just roll whatever your initiative dice are, but you do not roll negative dice, no challenge or difficulty dice. The results of that die roll then determines your initiative order, and it starts with number of successes, and it ranks those, and then it goes number of advantages. So Ellie rolled four successes, so she would claim the first spot. And then Kane got three advantages or three successes and an advantage, so he would go next. If somebody else had rolled three successes but no advantages, he would claim a spot in front of them because he has three successes plus one advantage. The next fun bit is unlike D&D and other systems like that where you have a very specific initiative roll, Each of these slots is just a player slot or a bad guy slot. And then we get to think about the situation and go, hey, there is a a PC slot up first. Since you want to throw a grenade, you take the first round. That way people aren't moving into to range. So you go ahead and take your turn first and throw your grenade, and then we'll go afterwards so that you can kind of stack it to your advantage, but you'll, you'll see how quickly that can work against you too because somebody will go and then the battlefield will change. You're like, man, I I wish I would have hung back. So uh, you have multiple things you can do on your turn. You have your action, which is your shooting and using your skills and stuff, but you also have what's called a maneuver. Maneuver can be used for moving, but also things like dropping prone or standing up from prone or drawing your weapon and and those kind of things. And so since Vosk is currently prone, I will need to use a maneuver to stand up if I do not want to be prone for the fight. Being prone means that anyone who makes an attack against me will have a black setback die. A ranged attack against me will have a black setback die because I'm harder to hit since I am down on the floor. However, anyone attacking me with a melee weapon gets to add a blue boost die because I will be easier to hit since I'm rolling around on the floor. So you could turn it to your advantage and take that as a shooting position, right? (laughs) until the need warrants me standing up i'm going to lay here in this puddle of beer (laughs) i love it it's a reaction to lick some off the floor all right i'm good i'm good to go probably i probably screwed something up but that's what this game is about okay so as was already said welcome back you learned about being prone that's cool i'm going to talk way too fast for any sort of podcasting medium ever so where we left off the the party, as they were sitting in Fiertox Lounge, this, this small kind of cantina in the neutral zone of Vakea, the capital city of Socorro, they were interrupted as a woman who flashed very, very briefly a rebellion insignia, asked for their help, and offered them 400 credits to keep these hut thugs from apparently finding her. They were doing a fairly good job until our Duros friend Vosk spilled some drinks and fell over kind of bringing attention to themselves they pulled pulled their weapons out uh and we rolled initiative and so with that we have our first pc initiative slot if you have a if you guys have discussed how you'd like to to go about that you've got these three kind of walking down the steps there are a couple tables Uh, like kind of those bar height standing tables that don't have chairs around them. We'll say, for the sake of funsies, we'll say there's three civilian. You guys are on a 
criminal planet. So is there really any civilians? <laughs> <laughs> three individuals in between kind of where the group ended up and these three walking down. Mm, I have a question, uh, Jim. Uh, so uh, Shay, does she, what, she's just wearing like a cloak. Uh, is it possible to tell if she has any kind of uh, like heavy clothing or armor or anything underneath it? Or is like she just in street clothes with a cloak? Uh, I'm going to say at, at a quick glance, uh, she's basically got like, she's got, she, she's got thick clothes on. You don't see anything that is specifically armor. Yeah. Okay. But there's some padding there. Before we actually start, do we want to establish where we are in terms of range for this? Because I know that we do different range bands and maybe we want to stop to explain that. Yeah. So instead of like D&D, which many, many people who are on here are probably familiar with that, that deal with very specific ranges, five, five foot cubes, 60 foot ranges, 120 foot, all that stuff. Ranges in this game are, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, relative. Uh, that's not the right word. Um, I think it works. Yeah. Relative. Fast and loose. Yeah. They're, they're much looser. They have what are called range bands. So you have one, two, three, four, five, five range bands that kind of help operate and keep this game more narrative as opposed to like a miniatures. I move five squares and do this and that you have engaged, which is what it sounds like. You're right next to somebody fighting with your fists, with weapons, um, melee combat. You have short, which is essentially like blaster pistol range. It's described as kind of a, f a few meters. So you can speak without raising your voice, basically a s talking, talking across a room. So maybe like, like 10 to 15 feet medium gets a little bit longer. So that would be like maybe, I don't know, 30, 30 to 50 feet. Um, you have to speak loudly. You can't really throw weapons super accurately from this range. Long range is down the street. If you want to communicate with someone, you're yelling as loud as you can. And finally, extreme is like sniper rifle range. You need scopes to see you're, you're getting into like the miles distance. But those are the, especially for, for like combat, like what we're about to jump into, those are what the ranges are, are, are used for. So to move between those, there is a set number of maneuvers and each character has a maneuver and an action and an incidental, which incidental is something small, um, more or less a free action in D&D in &D terms. A maneuver is similar to movement, but there's more things that you can do. You can holster, holster or unholster a weapon. You can move between certain bands. So for instance, to go from short to engaged, that's one maneuver. Uh, to go from long to medium, though, as it's starting to cover bigger distances, that's actually that takes two maneuvers. As you bring that up, it is important to note that engaged is a subset of the short range band. So it is, it's not its own. Things that are engaged are short range from each other, but you, if you are in short range from something, you take a maneuver and you engage with them, but it's, it's all within the same bubble, basically. Yeah. So with that, should I reset the scene or do you guys have a good, good idea? Good to go. We want to place ourselves in the bands where we are. Like, oh, that's a good idea. Short range. I will so say, I would say start. you're in a, you're in a smaller cantina. I would say all, all of you are, are in that shorter range band. There's not a ton of space in here. Maybe if, if, if you chose to back up all the way against the far wall to far wall, that might be medium range at best. But I would say in, in this space, you're all, all kind of in that, that short range. Perfect. 
So Fosk has no desire to take that first PC slot. Yeah, I w- I was thinking that that Zarko would actually try to move and like get Shay out of harm's way. So like I was maybe just gonna flip the table and hide behind it. So even better. But I would think he's gonna try. Are we? In, if we're in a booth, he would try to like like put himself in front of her between him, between her and these other. Okay, I would say that is probably just pushing her down. That's probably more of a, an incidental. I, she's already you're already in a booth. Like you can basically push her hand, put your hand on right. her, and push her so down. So he'll pull a Han Solo. Say, All right, stay behind me, and he's just going to take a beat and shoot. Okay, so using your maneuver to pull your gun out, and you're going to take a shot. Yeah, why not? Hopefully, so it's short, on. Let's do it. <laughs> at short range, first combat roll for us. I am going to give you a, uh, is the correct term, a challenge die? The black die? Setback. A setback, thank you. A setback die, as there are individuals in between you and these. I think I have something for that, actually. Ooh, that's interesting. I'm pretty darn positive I do. So let me check on my combat page here. Yeah, so I have quick strike. Okay. When performing a combat check during combat, the character adds one boost die per rank of quick strike to combat checks against any target that has not yet acted in the encounter. Okay, cool. So I will add that boost die for you. You're always going first in combat. <laughs> Fun stuff. Uh, so it doesn't can't it doesn't take away the setback die, which is why I still can't figure out how Kane got one up on me. But. <laughs> 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 all right He's the dice pool fighter. the dice pool is set awesome you, all right you have a habit of thinking you're the best fighter until another person you know that's how, exactly right here we go Hoo-ah! there how is about two, two successes success. pew pew so that will be a total of seven damage yeah so what's cool about this is your your weapon has a set damage and then each success you add a point of damage to that and then because people sometimes mess this up. It is not after the first success. It is every uncanceled success adds one to the weapon damage. Mm-hmm. Something that a couple of my games did and a couple of podcasts that I've listened to have, have buggered that up. Every single uncanceled success, period, add that on top of the weapon's base damage, and that is the total number. Yep, so I'm assuming your base damage for your blaster pistol is five, and then two successes is seven? That is correct. So you you kind of push down Shay, pull your blaster out, and just take a, take a quick shot um, with that skill of yours, and your shot burns right into the, the shoulder of one of these thugs. It screams out and falls down, and uh, seems like you've done some good damage. So we have a second PC uh, initiative slot. I'll do it if no one else wants to. I don't really have anything go. substantial to do, so go for it. Okay. Still laying in my puddle of beer. <laughs> Favorite I'm going terrain. To- Yes. I'm going to use my maneuver to aim and give myself a boost die on this shot. And I am going to reach down onto my side and pull my blaster out and fire from the prone position at one of the still standing uh, guys. Okay. Same thing with the tables and the individuals in between you and them. I'm going to give you a setback die. Okay. Difficulty is one. It is, it should be, you have one boost die, correct? Correct. Yep. Uh, So it's set. There it goes. All told, I end up with two advantage, which is not a success, thus not any damage. But I will use those two advantage to pass a boost die along to Kane. 
Okay. How do you want that to look as you miss I your shot? I want it to look like there's a guy laying in a puddle of beer and like four broken cups on the ground and they're <laughs> paying attention to that, the scene starter, and not at all paying attention to the guy with the much bigger gun casually leaning against one of those bar tables off to their their left side across the bar. So they okay. are distracted by me and all of this craziness that they are not paying attention to him as he levels his much better gun at them and fires. Okay. Now I'm going to need a reminder as I'm trying to find something real quick. Minions, if I have multiple minions, do they still get multiple attacks? So the way minions work is they still take one action, but the Mm -hmm. number of minions increases the number of dice that they have for that action. Okay. So if you have a squad of stormtroopers and there's three of them, they roll a number of dice based on, you know, it depends on the monster stat block. Gotcha. They take one shot, despite the fact that there are three people. Gotcha. When you defeat one of those stormtroopers, it just downgrades the number of dice that that minion cluster uses, but they still take one action for the two people. That's right. These thugs, as this Duros has made the scene, shot at them, got their attention, are they're going to shoot. They will have that setback die. No boosts. And... They are going to roll. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so that is two threats, four successes. That looks like death. Which, Don't I mean, that. <laughs> no critical because there's no, uh, no advantages. Uh, but that is, that will be 10 damage to Vosk on the ground. <laughs> Yikes. This will be fine. Ouchie. And then threats, threats, threats. The way damage works, folks, is unlike other systems where you have an armor class and if they breach that number, you take all of the damage, your armor is soak. So he he's doing 10 damage at me, but I have a whopping soak of two because I'm not a melee person. So I will subtract two from that 10 and only take eight, which is most of my life, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and I am going to say that as they've focused on firing, they have not moved, and the people in between have started to move, and the next shot against them is going to get a boost die for those two threats that they rolled. As kind of the crowd parts, people are running and screaming, you hear, uh, as Fear Talk is really mad in the background. I have a slight interjection. Is that yep. setback because of the people between us, or is that setback because I'm prone? The setback was because of the people between us, so they should have rolled a second one, huh? Roll another one. Let's see if I can decrease that damage by one. Okay, <laughs> so they fall. They they fall they, they're walking. They're walking down the stairs, uh, and that shot. They uh, they both kind of all the all this activity. They uh, yeah, they both kind of stumble over each other and fall down onto the ground. Somebody else also spilled a puddle of beer on those stairs. So. <laughs> there's, there's so much beer on this floor, <laughs> uh, and Fear Talk is mad. She is going to use her maneuver to pull out her bowcaster. Yeah. And get um, she's better than all of us. We know it. Come on. No, yeah, it's true. She unfortunately <laughs> forced Steven to roll that extra die. She now has a setback die to shoot them because they are prone. Oh, yep. we stand one bartender. There are other things that you can do with three threats. I just love three threats. You fall prone because I love the is it tabletop squadron where they they do the the prone sound. Yeah. Every time time they say knocked prone. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So good stuff. Fear talk fires. Wow. Nothing. 
Uh, so she just fires. You hear, see this big green shot ring out, and it just blows apart a table uh, as she misses. Yikes. And it is the next NPC or next PC's turn. Uh, me? Uh, as Shay is hiding under the uh, table. Yeah. So, and just so you're aware, that was a total wash on the, on the dice pool. Uh, one success, one failure, one advantage, one threat. All of them cancel out. So nothing happens. You okay if I go next, Niff? Yeah, by all means. Wheat. I'm going to take my incidental to survey the scene. So we've got a bunch of them that are now prone at the mm-hmm. bottom of the stairs. Are there, was that all of them or were they in two yeah. separate groups? There's one that seems dead and there's two that have kind of okay. slipped on the stairs, falling on, okay. the, on the ground. So I'm going to pull out my blaster rifle and shoot at one of them. Okay. So close range. The people have scattered so that, that threat die has gone down. So you just wanted one um, difficulty, excuse me, yeah, one difficulty, one, one threat. Okay. And then one boost from Vosk. Oh, yep. You're correct. Sweet. Yeah, as they're focused on uh, on him, and the pool's ready. Uh, and right before he shoots, he's going to sling one of those action hero one-liners. Like, <laughs> you should really look both ways. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oof. That's going to hurt. And that's a... Is that a crit? It is. Oh, well, yeah. So you have... It, yes, you have enough to three. crit. Yeah. Wait. Minions don't take crits, they take dead. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> if you crit a minion, Perfect. it instantly just kills one of the minion group. That's Sweet. awesome. So, so you can crit and kill one and then apply the nine damage plus nine, 11, da- 11 damage. So you, you can do both of them. Oh, sweet. Okay. So yeah. do you want to narrate how you kill both of these? <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I will maneuver the two people sitting at the table uh, around so that they are no longer in the crossfire. Just sort of slide their chairs over as they don't even seem to notice, you know, they just with their beer and they just sort of like slide. <laughs> And pull my blaster rifle out just as carefully as possible. Mm-hmm. Sling my action hero one-liner as I one shot that somehow like ricochets off their like belt buckle into the second one. <laughs> <laughs> just some weird wonky physics for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Head back and down. <laughs> and the Transocean looks at you and says, wow. Nice <laughs> shooting. You got a fanboy. Thanks. Uh, and then just, just throws back the rest of its its <laughs> Corellian ale. Awesome. And we are out of initiative. So you have Shay pushed onto the table. Yeah, help her back up. Yeah, I was okay. going to say, I'll pull her back. Sorry about that, love. I just wanted to make sure you were safe. Boss is going to roll over out of the beer, but still holster his gun while laying <laughs> on the floor before standing up. Nice. Even we soak both sides of your clothes in ale. I, yeah. I rolled out of it. She says, "Well, uh, that was. We should get out of here. There's probably more of them coming. That's probably the best idea we've heard this whole time. Do you have a safe? Do you have a safe place to go? We've got our ship over in the uh, shipyard over there. Perfect. Let's let's get going. And and you, the the four of you, typically, I think." Correct me if I'm wrong. Have been sleeping on the ship, correct? Yes. Save save a little yep. money on room and board. Uh, just pay for the docking fees. 
we tolerate each other well enough. Yeah. And so that's, that's why you spend so much time in Fear Talks Lounge. It's, it's, it's honestly like if you picked up a speeder, like a, a speeder taxi, it's like a three to three to five minute little quick jaunt over there. Even without a speeder, it's, it's maybe a 15 minute quick walk. On the, uh, on the way out, I'd like to uh, pass her another five credits and uh, pick up the bodies and sorry for the mess for a talk. I'd also like to apologize to her. As well, uh, thank you for, uh, in, her, in her very Wookiee voice, thank you for at least taking care of it quickly. Do they have gear that looks like it might be useful or saleable? Want to loot the body? Nothing. Nothing stands out too much. I'm guessing that in a place like this, there were not breakable beer cups. So I'm guessing I just spilled stuff everywhere. I'm not yeah, laying they're, they're in a, the, the, a puddle of glass. <laughs> so I'm they're, the, just... they're the the plastic ones. She she knows she, she knows, knows her. Us. She knows where she works. <laughs> we got the kitty cups. Like everyone else gets glass. We get we get the plastic. There was there, you guys remember an incident like maybe a year ago where someone someone broke it broke a cup and was trying to shank somebody and and at that point fear talk was like no more we're using plastic <laughs> the, the fake wood ones yeah I, I put them back on the tray and i bring the tray back to the bar and then <laughs> exactly kane has two of the guys i'll grab the, the final guy and drag him out of here with us yeah so they have um they just have some generic blaster pistols. Uh, so each of them have blaster pistols, and they're wearing heavy clothing. So none of it looks like it's worth much, though blaster pistols we, are We all... could put the blasters in the armory. And each I of will... them have... I'll take a blaster Let's... pistol because I could not afford one, and so I had to buy a light blaster pistol. So if they are standard blasters, I will... They are, they are standard blaster pistols. Yeah, I'd, I'd take one of those too, if you all don't I mind. was going to try to take the time to figure out the, the make and model and everything, but I didn't. <laughs> Sounds like a problem for future Stephen. Exactly. And they both, or they all three have. They might be a DH-17, an SE-14, or an SE-14C. They're not the ones that Han Solo uses. <laughs> That's what I they, have. <laughs> <laughs> they each have 22 credits on them as well uh, yes. in little credit sticks. So you guys Those get a credits. total of 66 credit sticks, three blasters if you want. And there are... I volunteer to be party fun. Okay. Now, as you as you all walk out, you're heading towards the uh, the docking bay. Yeah, the docking bay. She 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 continues to show her gratitude. Keeps her hood on. Almost pulls it a little tighter. Says, "Thank you. Can we move? Can we move quickly?" Yes, absolutely. Uh, this way. Hey, the hood might be more suspicious than just casually walking around. Are, are there more of them? And do they know what you look like? Uh, I'm I'm not sure who how many people saw me. Uh, I know these fellows did. Um, but maybe, maybe you're right. Uh, and she, she pulls it down and you see, she's got this really long braided black hair that kind of falls around. You kind of first get a glance of her tattoos that are pretty subtle and they're, they're, they're very symmetrical, uh, going across her cheekbone, um, up around her eyes and then down the no bridge of her nose. She says, I'm just used to trying to hide, hide how I look. They, I, I stand out and people recognize me, unfortunately. You're not the only one. Just do what I do. If you're trying to disguise yourself, just change your hair. And Bosco point to his definite lack of any hair. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a that's a great idea. And she she like quickly undoes her braid, and so it's kind of just falling down around her. Now, as you walk, you guys make it. It takes about ten or fifteen minutes to get to the docking bay. 
Your ship is in one that I, I, I told you what it was in, but I don't remember. I wrote it down somewhere. The second sunrise is in Docking Bay V627. Or I guess if you're using Arabesh, then Vev627. So you, you get in there. You guys are, this this whole city and everywhere where there's lots of interactions between different groups is all kind of sectored off. So as none of you are deeply connected to any of the cartels, as far as like being a an important member of any of the the huts, the Black Suns, the Pikes are the main three that are here. Or a or a specific bounty hunters guild, uh, you are in what's considered kind of the neutral zone of this of this dock of the spaceport. The reason it's kept open is, and and you all would be familiar with this, is as Socorro is known for the unique ship modifications that it can do. They don't limit it to just the the cartels. There are government officials throughout the galaxy who want their ships modded specially. There are independent smugglers who work for multiple organizations who need need special modifications. So this section is kind of set out to be a as safe a space as possible as there is in, in Socorro. Now, as you walk to your ship, you kind of get into your, your docking station. Ellie? I would like to be sort of walking behind like, like I, I actually maneuver us so that we're sort of around Shay. Yeah, I was going to okay. suggest Casually, an but actual like, formation you know. of like yeah. Payne in the front, me and Bosk and Shay in the middle, and then Zarko taking up the back. Okay, Pretty so much. you kind of have Something a little, like, a little, a little yeah. loose, a loose diamond formation around, around I her. I need my bodyguards. Yes, casual, but still strategic. Now we we've learned a little bit from Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I imagine Kane kind of directing as you guys are walking I mean, out. I'm also used to being accompanied by people who take right. Me, so. And real quick, totally. what do you do with the bodies before before we leave that? That I was point? going to ask whether we just left three <laughs> naked dudes in an alley or or what trash can pack. I mean, can we ask uh, Fear Talk what she wants done with them? I feel like this isn't the first time it happened. Yeah, I do it. Okay, do it in character. <laughs> ask ask her. Um, excuse me, is there anywhere in particular that you want us to take this mess, or just outside? Uh, just, um... We don't really want to inconvenience you, you know, dead bodies probably aren't a good thing to keep out in front for business. I mean, you know, you've been here before, it happens. Uh, just, there's a, there's a dumpster out front. Just stick them in there, and they should be gone by the morning. Thank you. She nods as she's kind of cleaning up the blood, and... I try and like help a little bit and then, okay, and then just go. There's a little like, it used to be an astromech droid that she's modded to, to kind of help. Aw, the janitor. The bar that's got some like, it's got like a broom or mop that swirls at the just base a of it. brush wheel. Exactly. Base Roomba. And, and it, starts, it starts cleaning up cleaning up stuff as well. And she says, well, uh, maybe next time you come in and you just have some drinks and, and give me your money instead of uh, making me work so much. I'm sorry, you know that we don't actually intend this. I know, love, those huts. Those huts have been on edge or something recently. I don't know what it is. I suppose And she so. looks at Shay and she says, uh, you seem to cause a little bit of trouble. I would suggest you maybe keep your head down. We're trying to teach her. Thank you. Of course. And she gets back to scrubbing everything. And so you guys make it, you guys head to the docks in this little diamond formation. Uh, Ellie, as you guys are approaching, I would like you to make a a perception check. Oh, okay. Could be worse. Hang on real oh. quick. 
<laughs> He's going to make it worse. <laughs> yep. It's his job. Sorry, just loading up a dice pool. No, that's fine. Do you want to tell me what's in the dice pool or do you want me to be surprised by nope, how many find, setbacks? You're going to find out. <laughs> you're going to find out when you roll. Okay. I am going to give you a boost dice because you guys are walking kind of on alert. That's so nice of you. Thank you. You're the best. I know. Yeah, I would say even so, like, Zarko probably, like, is making it look like he's just kind of casually strolling, but he's actually done it in such a way that, like, his hand is essentially on his blaster. It's not. It's kind of, like, tucked into his belt, but... I love it. His hand is right there. Okay. So go ahead and roll that perception, Ellie. That perception, yay. Oh, nice. wow. Our first despair. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Two successes and a despair. So with your successes. Uh-huh. So I see the problem and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that's what that translates to. <laughs> <laughs> As you're walking up, you see a Rodian that you haven't seen since you've been on Coruscant. Great. And you recognize... Sorry, pulling up notes. That's fine. Hold the phone. Da, 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 da. While he does that, I have a quick interjection. Since I'm the rules person. At the end of combat, you can each roll. Uh, at the end of an, an encounter combat, you can have a simple discipline or cool check. Each success recovers one strain. We did not do that because no one took any additional strains during that first little combat we had there. But it's one of the quick ways to kind of help offset the strain that you take from taking extra maneuvers or if you get hit with stun weaponry and stuff like that and start to pile up some of that strain at the end you can make a simple which means there are no difficulty dice you just roll whatever your cool or your discipline is and every success that you roll you heal a strain uh, also a full night's rest will also heal all of the strain you got the wounds that have been piled on vosk those are going to be a little tougher to get rid of you don't yeah heal so much as you would in a system like D and D and we'll reference D and D a lot because all of us here play five E, but like sleeping tonight won't heal me back to full. I'll, I'll have to work on it. I was going to say with your wounds, I have a couple of stim packs and probably on the way back, I would have been like, do you want to, yeah. do you want me to see to that or? Yeah. And if we notice like, Hey Vosk, you need a, it looks like you took a little damage there. Hey, I appreciate the concern, but let's save the stems for something a little more serious than a barroom fight, eh? I uh, grabbed a bit of cloth off of one of those dead hut thugs and made a bit of a makeshift bandage, but let's just focus on getting back to the ship and then I can patch this up in the med bay. So you get back to where the ship is docked. And Ellie, you notice this Rodian, a little shorter, green. You haven't seen since your time on Coruscant, but you remember Ulthi Garo was a regular at your family. Though you didn't interact with him much, you are aware that he is a bounty hunter. Cool. And as you all walk in, you see him as you kind of, so your ship is docked in, uh, kind of picture those in Tatooine uh, in the movies where there's like kind of this open space, kind of dirt area, you can walk through a door. There's a lot of space around the ship. He's just kind of sitting on some cargo boxes as, as you walk in. And the very first thing he does is he takes a quick shot at you. Okay. What Great. what kind of weapon do you carry? Uh, I have a uh, stun blaster pistol. Well, 
that's uh that's not a, this big of a deal thank you but he takes a very quick accurate shot and hits your stun blaster pistol that has a nice nice molten weld in the middle of it and you are very confident that that doesn't work great uh, and as he does that you also kind of look around and you see three more black sun kind of come out from around your ship and as he's sitting there kind of kicking his legs he takes that shot and is twirling his blaster he says oh no I've been paid a lot of money to find you. Is that money upon finding or upon returning? Let's not get caught up in the minutia of my contract. I would advise you. Zarko's hand on his... He's like, Oscar ain't reaching for nothing. I'm gonna like hold my hands out kind of to the side to be like not reaching for anything. Anyways. Yeah, so, so Zarko still has his hands in his hips. You do hear kind of the readying of uh, blasters from behind you because they're so Ulthi is on one one end of the ship. These other three kind of walk around. So you kind of are surrounded, essentially. And Ulthi looks at the other three of you in the party and says, there doesn't need to be more trouble for you. I'm making a lot of money on this. Well, if you plan to take the girl, then there's going to be trouble. Surprisingly, I have to agree with you. <laughs> Why don't you roll a coercion? Did you roll it? Yeah, I did. Yikes. Got one failure. Failure. So as you do that, Wolfie just kind of laughs in his little Rodian voice. <laughs> that I don't think will end well for you. Wolfie, did you just come here to stand and laugh and intimidate us, or are you actually going to do something? Because well, right now we're in the middle of something. I need to take you, and I need to take your ship. So how are we doing that? What for? Well, you don't steal Papa's ship. It has my name on it. I was going to get it anyway. It just matters about the timing. You can explain that to him if you want. But um, I just want 20,000 credits. You and I both know that my father isn't going to give you that. Oh, he absolutely he's paid me many times, very faithfully every time I've delivered. But to get me, he's not going to pay you that. You're right, he may pay me more. I'm gonna take a step towards him, or he might pay you less. I've disgraced the family name, and there's no way that he's paying that to get me back. Roll a, uh... I'm gonna let you make the call on this. You can roll coercion or deception if you think that you're telling the truth or not. That is up to you. Um... Zarko is also going to do his best to size up not the bounty hunter, but the thugs that are with him. Okay. You see um, kind of these three guys, blaster pistols, not a ton of armor, but they look like they can handle themselves in a fight. They're not unexperienced. They don't seem to have the expertise that Ulthi has. I have gotten one advantage, and that is it for my deception roll. Okay. Because uh, I know my own worth. I'm totally worth that much money. <laughs> How do you want to use that advantage? To make him go away? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a valid question? <laughs> you can pass a boost die along to the next person to make a check, or you could put a setback on his next check, or... Can I use it to destabilize his accomplices? Like, to make them start doubting? Uh, sure. Sure, I will say, Zarko, as kind of this conversation is going, you see one of them, they've had their blasters out, 
they uh, they kind of put it down, sort of in the like, wait, am I am I gonna get paid? <laughs> and kind of as he says that, he says, you know, I'll get paid. You know, you're worth a lot. And if you're not worth a lot, that ship is. It's his favorite one, and you took it. And we broke it. There's no way he's going to be able to do anything with it. So you can tell that to him. It does seem to have a lot of issues as I take another step towards him. (laughs) Also, there's a dog on board, so... And it's peed everywhere. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Ellie, I've known you since you were just a little, little girl. I think that you could pay me some money now or maybe owe me a favor and I could I could say oh she was so quick she got away I'm on her tail but but I couldn't get her today or we can do this the hard way as he raises his blaster up at you I'm gonna like reach <laughs> big seal <laughs> Seal just wrote, yeah, Ellie, take more obligations. <laughs> I'm gonna reach in my pocket and take some of the credits that we pulled off of the dead guys. I'm gonna like start walking towards him, but also kind of just like head nod with Zarko of like. Accompany me, bodyguard. Mm. Zarko or Kane? Zarko. Kane. Yeah, that would (laughs) would definitely make more sense. (laughs) Let Kane stand back and shoot them from a distance. See, that's why I said Zarko, okay? I was just just asking. No, that's cool. Uh, So, yeah, so Zarko will sort of like, yeah, just saunter up with her. Now, that's a good start. So this is how it's going to go down, is it? This is how it's By the way, the amount of credits that I have pulled out equals about two, by the way. <laughs> uh, money now or money na- money later. I'd prefer money now. I'm like holding them in my hand. He can't see that it's only two of them, but I'm holding them out and I'm like walking towards it. While they're distracted, uh, sort of haggling about money with my hands up, uh, I'm going to sort of start itching my neck, but start working my hand towards my blaster rifle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. I am not going to get ready at all because it did not work out great for me last time. So I'm just going to focus on being the least interesting and least threatening person in this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of want to ask above table, like, how, what's our what's our normal play? Because Zarko is pretty much ready to get things started. I'm with you on that one. So, I, I mean, I feel like if... Well, like I, if I'm enough a- time has passed that he can, he feels like he can get the drop on this dude. He's definitely going to take yeah. the first shot. I am. I'm definitely hoping for a like. He uses his hands to take this money, and that's when you just point blank. Seriously. Okay. So, so I'm okay. Like, is that nod? If you want that nod to be like, um, I might make you spend a light side point for this little conversation. Fair enough. I'm totally Ooh, down yay, with that. We're using our resources. But if you want to say like this is almost like a play that you guys have done before, because I know in your characters past bounty hunters have shown up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like um, for instance, one Kane McAllister has shown I, up. Right. I kind yeah. of feel like I 
feel like at this point, at least at this point, for sure Zarko is, and maybe the group of us. I mean, shoot first, ask questions later is kind of my play. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's why I was kind of like, if I feel like the other three are sort of incidental, yeah, it's on. So why don't one of you, I think there's a button on the, where you can use a light side point. Yeah. Use light yeah. side. Use that. Here I go. Flip it. Flip. Okay. Ugh. So as you do that, as you offer that money, Lothi holsters his weapon and reaches a hand out. Yes. <laughs> Quick draw. And you're going to take a shot? Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. I don't know how surprise rounds work in this game, so I'm going to make this up. So, Zarko, I'm going to let you make an attack, and then we're going to roll initiative. Does that seem fair? Does that seem fair to everybody? Yeah. 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 Perfect. Okay. I love yeah. It. So maneuver, pull that out. You had it ready. Uh, take a shot. I am going to give you a boosty because you are right next to him. And he is thinking that he's making progress on this. And then he finds out I literally gave him like two dimes. And I think close range is uh, one dis or one. Um, Short range is easy. one. Yes, one difficulty. difficulty. Yeah, I imagine I was staying like two or three paces behind Ellie, just kind of like moving up yeah. with her. The classic bodyguard stance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, dice pool is set for you. Hiya! <sighs> Critical? No, I need four for a crit. Oh. That was three, three advantage. You must hit the target and deal damage oh, okay. to crit them. Thank you learning you can successfully hit something but if their soak eats all of the damage there's no crit your crit doesn't do anything fantastic that makes sense so so with those three advantage though i definitely want to do something fun i do think you can disarm him is an option yeah that's <laughs> seeing perfect that's perfect so he's like you know he's been walking up like super like just joe casual and I think that's exactly what he does. He just, and it's going to shoot the blaster off of his hip. Okay. Payback. Um, that's how it feels. <laughs> so with that, you you take that shot kind of as he was putting his blaster away and just kind of, it doesn't hit your hit his hand. Uh, it get, it comes close enough that he just, he's so shocked. He drops it onto the ground and he's been sitting on this crate, right? So it kind of falls down in between a couple crates and uh, we're going to roll initiative again. <laughs> Yay! So this is cool uh, because sorry, we're all. Guys. So I think, yeah, I think with the the head nod that Ellie gave, I will say you guys can roll cool. I think he's gonna roll vigilance because he thought it was going differently. Oh, nice. <laughs> he thought it was going differently. It's a good way to put it. <laughs> and Ellie got two success and two advantage. Kane got one success and two advantage. Boss got three advantages. Sweet. Zarko got three success and an advantage. Nice. Good job, team. Nice. And these guys. It's like we've done this before. These fools got uh -huh. whatever showed up. Got nothing. Yeah, this nothing. is probably exactly what you guys did to me. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Without this, with not even close to the same level of success, though. Oh, I guess all these joining Feels our good to be part of it. This goes the way it did. <laughs> all right. Initiative is three PCs, an NPC, one more PC, and then the final NPC. Mm -hmm. um, what is Shay doing during all of this? Shay... Shay will go on their turn, yeah. Okay. Um, 
But like, how is she feeling with this mess? It's like, hey, I trust these people to keep me safe. Oh, they're wanted. Oh, they got their own problems. The family drama. PCs. Who's going first? Uh, The killer in the back. Uh, Kane. I'm, yeah, I think I'm ready, I'm ready to fire. Yeah, like yeah. somebody with he a was big gun for it. first. Okay. So the second I see his his uh, blaster come out of that holster, I'm spinning around, flipping my rifle off of the back, and I'm going to take a shot behind me. Uh, at the thugs? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to say, I'll give you a payday. Okay, and they're going to be... <laughs> they're a little... <laughs> <laughs> One lighter count. <laughs> they are a little further away. They're kind of at medium range, kind of back closer towards the ship, though they haven't been particularly trying to get any cover or anything like that. So the uh, the dice pool is set for you. All right. Fire. Pew. I got two successes, two advantage, and that highly coveted triumph. Sweet, sweet triumph. Uh, which a triumph is an automatic crit, right? It can be. You don't have to use it as one. You can spend it on multiple things, and a crit is one of those things. Okay. Which a lot of the times, especially as you're fighting minions, it's worth it to just crit and take one. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That sounds good. Okay. If he chooses to shoot the, the not minion, just as an example, and he does the crit, it doesn't automatically kill that person and then he rolls on the critical injury table yeah so we'd go into that when he starts shooting something that's not minions <laughs> nice all right so you've got a crit you've got is that 11 damage 11 damage bam so you have this you have this quick trigger finger um and you just you just you pull that thing out and it's beep, beep, beep. Uh, you get three shots off, and two of them just drop to the ground lifeless. And one of them, it hits him in their sights. And you see, it's the one who had kind of started to put his put his gun down, and you see him starting to back away. Well, how do you want to use your advantages? Um, I'm because uh, what uh, my my thought was that this this kill spree using that using that advantage is he's like he's going towards that surrender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, I'd like to look at him. Uh, I'd I'd start running if I were you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you see him. I'll say I'll say he 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 just straight up drops his blaster as he's holding his side, and it is the next PC. That's <laughs> a very effective turn. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. I keep some good people around me. <laughs> so, uh, do I, I want to go straight in for intimidating him out, or do we want to kill him? Go for it. I'm asking my crew. Well, I would say that Va- uh, Zarka would draw down on Bounty Hunter, like between the eyes. Right, why I'll don't let, I'll let you try that and then I'll there's there's two there's two PC slots. So if you guys want to kind of tag team this, um, so Zarko took that crack shot and is like right in his forehead, and he says like, "All right, Ellie, what's the play?" Can I pull out my knife, uh, my vibro knife that I have because it's the only working weapon that I have left now? Mm-hmm. Well, we probably um, would have given you one of the blasters. That's if you true. Wanted it. That's fair. And then just kind of like get into a position where I hold him and just like start talking to him. Like, can yeah. I do that? Do I have to? Yeah, do you can absolutely that? do that. You don't even need to roll for that. This, the scenario is as such that like, yeah, Sweet. talk away. 
Uh, cool, then I'm just gonna hold him and I'm just gonna uh, tell him. All right, so that worked out in your favor, as I can easily tell. So you're going to get a message to my father. You haven't uh, found me. No, I, I, ha- I haven't. I definitely haven't found you. Uh, and all no. of your crew abandoned you. Yes, they did. As as that one guy runs, <laughs> runs, through, <laughs> runs through. I just kind of like glance up and I'm like, abandoned you. And you're afraid of the planet and you don't want to go back. Yeah, I heard you were on Corellia. Yes, that sounds like a great idea. Mm-hmm. You're yes, very smart. I, I've will. known that for a very long time. I... You... Yes, thank you. Um, might I go now? I'm just gonna kind of like look him down for any more weapons if he's got like a holdout blaster or anything. You're thinking the same thing I am, Ellie. <laughs> Giving him a pat down. Yeah. Um, I might even hold him and let Zarko do the pat down, honestly, just to like. <laughs> get I will say, Zarko, you do find uh, he's got a little data chip that has the bounty for Ellie. Nice. Which is for 20,000 credits. Ellie says dead or alive. Ship in good repair. Ship also dead. No. <laughs> no, Ellie dead or alive, ship in good repair is what the uh, what the bounty currently says. Vosk finds that amusing considering he's been working on the ship. <laughs> the ship is in better repair than when we left with it. You do also find you do also find 150 credits. Yes. Does that say so that's like 20,000 credits? Yeah. Huh. Bounty's been raised. <laughs> <laughs> what were they going to pay you? <laughs> yes, how is inflation doing for me, Kane? And then Othi says, uh, uh, so th- I, am I free, free to go? Uh, you see the fear in his Rodian eyes. I don't, I don't know how Rodians show fear. <laughs> Big buck eyes. <laughs> yeah, so as long as we feel like he's sufficiently disarmed, then... I'm gonna, just just to add a little bit of insult to injury, I'm just gonna, like, take him by the chin and be like, I guess. <laughs> There's a bar over that way that needs a janitor. You can go help them first. And then just kind of like point him in the rough direction. Of the first. Uh, he he just he just nods at you quickly, uh, kind of glances down to where his blaster fell, looks back at at you and Zarko. Bosk is already shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bosk and Zarko do it at the exact same moment. And he. I'm just gonna say we don't let people keep souvenirs. I'm sorry, and I pick it up instead <laughs> just kind of hold it up and be like run i'm along. sure you'll be able to find another and i will say as he kind of runs back and looks off you see kind of a that that fear has turned into a little bit of bitterness real right. quick of course. oh um, did i take his favorite gun and he leaves he'll be, he'll be back. you picked up you picked up a disruptor pistol sweet which the stats you can find in the core rule book sweet make an enemy straight out of the gate and and shay looks at you all and she says Wow, you are um, very, very effective. I, I really think I have. Are the others like? Are they gone now? At this point, yeah. The, well, two of them are. Two of them are dead. Well, yeah, sure. And oh, then that one ran off in the conversation. Pick up his dead comrades first before <laughs> I sent to go help him at the bar. But, but now the but the Rodian's like out, gone, out of earshot. 
Yeah. Okay. So as soon as Shay says that, Zarko like collapses on the crates that um that this Rodian was. <laughs> He's just like, I cannot believe that we got out of that one that easy. I have already collapsed on the crates before he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kids have fun lounging out here, but I've got blaster burns that need tendon. Yup, in the ship. Let's go. Yeah, right. Um. Quickly. Yeah. Let's go. Quick. And All then right. I just everyone. Just, yeah, I think we just like as fast as we can collect whatever those dudes had and get on the ship. <laughs> Maybe also try and find a dumpster for those bodies, or probably drag them away oh, at least. Oh, I'll oh. say. Can we, so as as can you guys we, are as you guys are doing that, um, a Doug kind of walks in on his hands and says, uh, "This is the fifth one today. Need me to take care of those bodies?" <laughs> and you can keep, you can keep his credits. <laughs> we just take oh. whatever blasters they have. <laughs> that's they're oh. they're standard blaster pistols. I had already oh, added the hundred fifty credits to the party. Well, the hundred and fifty were for from um, Ulfi. Oh. Yeah, we you've so, got that. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, he says, oh, wow. Uh, I'll keep your place a little extra tidy. Most people just give me a credit or two. Uh, and he goes <laughs> and starts, starts pulling the, be- the, the trash bags. Um, We're not most people. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You do the same. Get in the show. As he's on his hands. So uh, what, what was that fellow's name? That dude that I just almost killed? Ulfigaro. Okay. You are, you realize if we ever see him again, we do have to kill him. Yes. I just figured maybe it could just take him off our trail for a while. I mean, if he's <sighs> taking the message back that we're on Corellia, then that's a little bit longer that we have to spare. He's definitely not going to be taking that message back. We better get out of here. There's not going to be, there's not going to be more far behind. So Voss walks up the ramp and into the second sunrise with Shay. And once they get into the main corridor, he's going to kind of just point down the hallway and be like, kitchen, common area, refresher. Stay out of the cockpit, stay out of the cargo hold. If you need me, I'll be back here. I'll be busy, but I'll be back here. Med day. And I know we don't have a full medical bay on board, so I'm just going to head back to where Voss has kind of consolidated most of our basic medical supplies. And you're just going to hear the sound of him uh, rattling through drawers. Mm-hmm. You know, think of someone frantically searching through kitchen drawers. And, and that's what's <laughs> yeah. coming from the back half of our ship. Crap. Uh, we better go check on Vosk. Because uh, we're going to need him. Do you want Vosk or do you want Shay? Uh, yeah, I'll check on Vosk. Well, I don't know. Okay. So I don't know which of us is the better Which medic. is worse? <laughs> which is worse to deal with as a person? Yeah, I'll I'll deal with Vosk. <laughs> yeah, let's you, check my you handle the the new lady. Yeah, I only have a uh, two ability in medicine, so probably me too. I think I'm. <laughs> You're the medic. So Zarko, when you come in there, Vosk has most everything out, and he's getting ready to patch himself up, and he'll kind of half turn to you and make a comment like. You know, I know we got the stem packs, but it seems a little silly to use them on on a single blaster shot from a, a silly little bar fight, especially since yeah. we we got the supplies here to to patch me up. 
Can you believe my luck? I trip and fall, and then those thugs think, you know what? This, this is the most threatening yeah. target in the room, and I'm going to shoot I know, him. my man. You got to, that was damn unlucky. But hey, our luck turned quick. What can we say, you know? At this point, Vosk is going to be the first person to go shirtless in our show. <laughs> because he's going to take his t-shirt off. He's still got the coveralls, like, up to his waist. But he is going to take his uh, shirt all the way off and, <laughs> Love it. and that makeshift bandage she had made um, yeah. so that he can prep himself for a medicine check. Do you want to do it or do you want me I to? Think, I think mine might be better. Can I? I can do that on myself, right? I will say if you don't want to look him up, I'm okay with you doing it to yourself because you're aware and you have some, you have like general supplies. It makes sense that you would be able to do something. So then I just want to assist him, which okay. if he's got... So I have three green... I have four green. Okay. All right. But that, Let's do two explanations in here. One, medical care. A character can attempt a medicine check uh, to heal wounds. Each character can only do one of these each encounter um, because first aid only goes so far. The difficulty of the check is based on the target's current state of health. A successful check, you recover a number of wounds equal to the number of successes on the medicine check. Um, and you recover a number of strain equal to the number of advantages generated. Um, the the difficulty I will have to look on. It's obviously not here because that would be a great place for it to be. So I have to look. There's this <laughs> there's a thing about it being like half health or more or something. Um, Gregory, do you know how assists? Uh, I so I thought I did, but I don't. But I know yours is higher than mine, so I don't know I how think that assists. Works. Assist so you add a boost. A, is a boost die. Oh, cool. Um, so yes. if your current wounds are greater than half your wound threshold, it's uh, average, mm -hmm. which, I, which I think that's where you're at, correct? Uh, I'm on page 219. No, no, no you're, for you're, you're he's oh, greater than half. Yeah. He is yeah. greater than half. Yes, I'm greater yeah, than so half. So you're at, I set the, and then you're going to assist, so the dice pool set. Okay, um... This next paragraph is relevant. A character can attempt to heal their own wounds or recover their own critical injuries. However, this increases the difficulty of the medicine check by two. So I am going to let Zarko do it because I have one dice more than he does. Oh, cool. But choosing okay. to do it myself would increase it by two. And I would much rather have one less good die, but yep. two less bad dice. All right. Um, so, cool. Yeah. So, so you're. That uh, gives me four or it gives me three plus a boost? Three plus a boost. And then so the, their difficulty is average. There are two kind of helps, though. There is help when the person helping is good at a thing, so much so that they are better than the person they are helping. And then you compare the stat and the skill of the two people. So you could use like Fosk's intellect, but Zarko's medicine skill. Uh -huh. um, and there is an un trained one effectively which is the one that just adds the boost okay so that's probably what we're doing because i have the skill but i'm not trained like yes. it's I, it's available to me but i don't have any training in medicine yet okay um and your intellect is what three three yeah okay so we're gonna do it this way you will do the thing and i will help you right and then um so you're like saying like okay what you need yeah i think what we need to do is yeah and so you make the check add the boost yep is that in the pool already it's or in, it's in the pool correct okay, sweet here we go medicine 
two successes. Sorry, Voss. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> two success and one threat. So I imagine the threat is that, yeah, like maybe I accidentally am <laughs> like, it's too tight at first or something. Or <laughs> he, he's a, he's an wood. alien. You know, he's, he's a Duros. I'm a human. I just like, I assume that our anatomy is the same, but it's totally not. Yeah. Pokes his kidney. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, he got two successes. So I am going to heal two wounds. Yay. He got no advantages. I didn't have strain, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so you'll you'll know notice pretty quickly this this uh there's a much higher risk in this game than in D and D perhaps where you can start spamming healing spells or drinking healing potions and stuff. Um, so yeah. Anyways, we're gonna move on to uh, Ellie and Shay are kind of in the lounge area, I imagine. Um, where did Kane go for this? I'll be with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna quick say uh, one second. I think I left something out by the boxes, and then head down uh, the exit ramp, and then quick call out to the Doug and say, "If you or any of your friends are good at a different kind of cleanup, there's a Rodian that went that way, and uh, he's got some pretty good stuff on him." That's all. And then just <laughs> turn back up. <laughs> I love oh. it. See if oh, I thanks. can make things a little bit rougher for him. <laughs> we'll pursue that. Thanks for the lead. Uh, and then I'll head back and quick give the tour of uh, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Uh, so as you're kind of giving the tour, Shay says, "Wow, I've I've not. This is a a very old ship, is it not?" Yes, it is. It's the best we have to work with, unfortunately. Uh, no, I I mean that in a. This is fascinating. I've never been in a ship this old. From from the Old Republic? Uh, yes, I believe so. I wasn't really paying attention when I got the tour the first time. It's old and a little run down, but Voss keeps it moving. Yeah. He's really wonderful. I mean, it seems like you guys have a nice, a nice little crew working together. Do you... Um, it's taken some are you, time. Are you interested, perhaps, in making... A little bit more money. We, we always... You did offer us 400 credits already. Are you talking in addition? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, of, of course. I'm, I'm sorry. This has been... This is a much more exciting day than I'm used to in my job. Um, and she pulls out one, one credit stick um, that has 400 credits in it and just, and just sets it on a, on a table. Says that, that should be 400 all right. Um, but uh, I was wondering, do you, are you interested? I, I have 800 more credits to pay for, for a job. I think we'd like to hear a little bit more about the job before we go into that. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry. I'm a little bit, bit on edge still. Um, not Take thinking your time. Straight. I'm usually very you. professional. Um, I have a job that's two parts. Um, so you may be familiar that there is an imperial compound not connected to this, these docks, um, which I'm going to jump in as, as, a, as a narrator and say, God, you, you, I? you are familiar with this. Um, there is a, there's a kind of a very small compound uh, that's kind of on the outskirts, more or less, of the city. 
um, that is run by the Imperials as they, they do like having access to these things, but they understand the importance and delicacy of kind of the arrangement here. So um, it's, it's more on the outskirts. They don't influence things. There are things that can only be gotten on the black market in spite of the power of the Imperial um, Yo, wanna buy some Empire. death sticks? Exactly. Um, <laughs> you don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell me death sticks. <laughs> I don't want to go home and rethink <laughs> my life. Uh, anyway, so, so back. She says, um, there is there's an individual there named, um, named Kai, Kai Zet. Uh, and she gives you a description that I forgot to pull up. Um, so give me one second. While you do that, we messed up that one just a little bit because Vox's intellect is technically higher than Zarko's. Despite the fact that neither of us were skilled, uh, the assisted check would allow us to use Vosk intelligence and Zarko's skill, which is zero. So we would have rolled four green dice instead of three and a boost. Live and learn and then get loves. Live, learn, get punched in the kidney. That's on page 25 of the core rulebook. So yeah, she says, I want you to, to, to find someone. And, and I have just a small, I guess, token, you could say. That I want to give, uh, if you would, uh, and she pulls out this small, almost like parchment kind of thing. It's it's kind of ripped, uh, and she shows it to you, and it's almost like a um, like a charcoal sketch, um, uh, and it's of her, and then you see this kind of thin-looking human, uh, kind of. You can't tell their hair, but shorter hair, um, kind of average clothes, average look. Uh, and she says, I just, I just need you to give this to him. Uh, he looks exactly like the picture. He's got brown, brown hair, gray eyes. Uh, if you talk to him, he's probably going to be a little bit nervous. Speak, speak short, short little, little phrases. Uh, that's the first part. That's the easy part. Um, but there's also been rumors that the Imperials have found something, um, some sort of technology. Uh, and, and, I, and I'm not sure of the details, but I think it's worth a lot of money to people that I know. Uh, and it's supposed to be in, in kind of the main, main database frame. You'll have to go into the offices in there. Um, but it's supposedly connected to the huts, and that's why those, those fellows were following me. I was kind of snooping around the uh, Vendarajar huts. But if you can find those two things, I will give you 800 credits. What kind of plans are these? I, the rumors, the rumors. If, if there's nothing, if you find nothing, um, but you can show that you got into the database, uh, the credits are still yours, but we we need to know. I, I I need to know. And where would you be in these plans? Where would I be? What do you mean? Are you going to help us? You seem to have some experience with the huts. Um, or are you I'm, going to stay strictly out of the way and make us do the dirty work? The dirty work is not really my specialty. My specialty is hearing whispers and finding people who can do the dirty work. 
my specialty isn't the dirty work either, and yet here I am. Sometimes we have to do what we don't like to do to make That's sure the plan goes well. Well, if you can come up with a plan and you think that I fit into it, I would be willing to help. But I'm not good with a blaster. I'm not good with words. I kind of like hold up the blaster that is now broken. And I'm saying, blasters aren't the only thing that is important to a plan. You're going to hear the hum of the ship start to fire up as Zarko and Vosk are now in the cockpit doing all the cool pre-flight switches. And I'm going to turn ship comes on and kind of come over the intercom and just say, all right, what's the plan? Is the plus one coming with us or is she going planet side? Because if we don't want any more excitement today, we're going to need to get off this rock at least for a little bit. And we are doing pre-op checks. I kind of look at her to learn an answer of if she's staying with us or not. And you, you say, you see her kind of, oh, I, I can't, we can't. Are you going to take the job? If the job's here. Job's not off planet. I'm going to come back and be like, there's a potential for more money if we stay. Do you think we should take one day to think it over, or...? Vosk is going to kind of cut back and say, we can think it over in orbit if we need to, but the ship's parked somewhere where your little green friend there definitely knows where it's at, so minimum, like, let's let's cool off a little bit and figure out what's going on, and then we can we can come back if we need to. But three dead guys, a bunch of hut gangsters, and whatever heat that we just caused as well. Shay. You said you'd go to uh, hearing whispers, knowing things. You got any place we can park this ship that might be off the radar? That's a good question. Um, why don't you roll a persuasion real quick? Is that a th- is that a right thing? No, that's not a thing. Um, coordination. Roll co- coercion. Ah. Um. Can I? help in any way because we've both been tag teaming can we get another shot at doing assists in the right yeah way? yeah seal can you explain assists correctly okay so <laughs> page 25 of edge of the empire core if the person who is doing the assisting brings something to the table either their skill ranks are higher or their characteristic is higher you can use that right so Let's let's go with your numbers. Uh, Ellie, what is your re- relevant characteristic and your skills for this? For co- coercion, coercion, I have three willpower. Mm-hmm. And me. I have... Um, there it is. So I have three ability or two ability die and one proficiency die for coercion. Okay. So you have three characteristics. So I have one, one rank, one coercion, skill rank, which means my so, ability dies turn to a proficiency die. Right. Uh, we're not worried about proficiency dice and stuff right now. We're doing three characteristic, one skill. Kane, what is your characteristic and your skill? Two zero. Okay. So he is lower than her and also more unskilled than her. So. If she's the one, if he's the one making the check and she is assisting, she gets to add either her characteristic or her skill to his check. He is the one making the check. So the Hmm. the dice pool is two greens right now. So we can opt to bring it up to three greens 
or use her skill to make it one yellow, one green. Make sense? Yep. We get to choose her characteristic or her skill. Or the rank. Right. And so her characteristic is three greens. Her um, skill one is rank. one, one which yellow. would increase one of his two greens to a yellow. Yep. Which one's better? I have a chart for that. <laughs> I think two I don't have three green. I think if I remember right, three greens is better than a green and a yellow, but I that's three three greens mathematically has a higher chance of success than a green and a yellow. Yeah. We're rolling it. Do it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna add the green die that's oh, being okay. added to your pool. Okay. Um Yeah. Okay, you're good to go. Coercion, right? Yes. Just making sure. All of the failing. Dope. The uh, the top comment on that chart, by the way, that breaks down all the dice probabilities is this looks suspiciously like somebody trying to tell me the odds. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Tell us what you got, Nick. Oh, I got two failures Oof. and three advantage. Um. Big oof. So she says, I, I, I can't think of a, a place on planet. Um, though I may have a, uh, a code that might help you. What's this code for? Uh, it, it can change the, uh, the signature when you're when you're docking of your of your ship uh it's kind of i haven't used it yet i don't have a ship i've needed to use it for but it's kind of a one time thing uh so if someone sees you if someone sees you land there's nothing i can do about that but at least in the system it won't go down as did i see the second sunrise plastered on the side of your ship you did yeah it it won't go down as that well, it's better than nothing, I guess. He holds out his hand. Uh, and and she and says, "Well, I I can upload it. I, I it's it's on my data pad. I can upload it to to your system." Oh, that uh, sounds like Voss quirk. Don't bother him. <laughs> You're gonna get like a cut across the intercom of all y'all talking. <laughs> so, plan? We're staying here. We're going. What's going on? We're going for now. We'll be back soon. We might have a way to hide when we come back. Are we taking? Plus one. She says, "Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'll stay. I'll stay with you if you're going to do the job." We have a new friend. Vosk starts uh, taking the ship off then. And the toilet flushes because of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's only. It's only if you go into. We're not if going you go into hyperspace. Oh. Yeah, not hyperspace yet. Um, <laughs> a courtesy flush just for for the sake of it, though. You know. Yeah. And as you uh, gotta happen. As you like lift leaving off, an RV park, you have to dump tank before. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so days. as you you lift off, your your freighter brings in its 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 landing gears. You hear that hum of the engine. There's a little a little jump, a little kick as as you kind of almost like a car is missing for a second as the engines rev up. Uh, you get the all clear to take off from the docks, and you you make it out into orbit. And I imagine with with Voss kind of in the in the cockpit, the rest of you are sitting around a table in the lounge, and she says, 
Well, I'm grateful. I've given you the information. I can tell you a little bit about the uh, the compound, and she kind of kind of draws out a rough a rough outline. But uh, maybe with a little rest, we can get this done, and those those credits will be yours, and I will be deeply indebted to you, as will many others. And with that, I think we will call it on tonight's session. On the first session, Woo! cool. We did it. We did it. You did it. You did it. I'm gonna say for the uh, the the bar incident. And the obligation incident. Oof. <laughs> you guys have getting through those two two pieces. You guys both. You guys get ten XP. Yay! I think that's a pretty standard so, way of doing it. I might be chunk. wrong. Yeah, and uh, we'll see if you guys can pull off this job she has for you uh, uh, next time. The obligation incident is the name of my new mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So. We're going to fade to black on Vosk up front, like flipping switches and stuff in the cockpit and Socorro like in the, in the view screen and kind of given one of those, like making sure my arm still works because <laughs> Marco did not do a good job with that, that whole uh, medicine jack. So that's, that's what I'm doing as the yeah. episode closes. I need some quiet time away from all that craziness to be alone with Anyone except ship. Zarko can be in the cockpit right now. Yeah. I love it. No. So that's that's what I'm doing as we end. All right. Anybody else got some last little little bits? I'm just gonna head to my quarters and pick up the space puppy and just <sighs> that's <laughs> that's where I end. Like one of those moments where Zarko gets up and is like, All right, you got this right, and taps him on the shoulder and goes, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the real threat from <laughs> I love it and Kane's just spending some time with Shay going over the compound asking you know all the different intricacies of anything she can remember or knows or anything okay. like that perfect I will uh, I'll get you some details uh, Yay. for the next time sweet alright episode it. one we did a we did a podcast episode on a stream with Star Wars in space. We space survived. Stuff. Yeah, we all survived. Yeah, Voss was the only one to take damage. <laughs> I know. I, I, you guys rolled well on initiative, which I think made a big difference. Yeah. Well, that my favorite moment was I was definitely I I think my favorite moment was sort of a toss up between Vosk dropping the the tray of alcohol and, <laughs> and slipping on the beer. That was brilliant. But then yeah. the follow-up with Kane, like just like shooting through two guys at once. <laughs> you rolled two different triumphs, right? Or did you get a, you got a crit and a triumph? Uh, yeah. A crit and a triumph. Yeah. yeah. Crits are crazy against minions. Yes. Yeah. Instant like, why there needs to be a bunch of minions. That's yeah. The which is the minion. That, that was a good learning experience for me is that like, even though there was like, I had a group of them, doing i think also for initiative balance too like having two groups right which is why a lot of the times instead of a group of four minions you'll see two groups of two minions yeah but it harkens back to kind of like uh fourth edition D D did where it's that high action scene it's more important mm -hmm. than lasers are flying and people are uh like going down lasers are flying day. people are dying yeah um, that's funny with my mixtape yeah um, then it is like you know there's one dude with like a six soak and 40 hit points or 40 wound and it's you know lasers back and forth forever it's the like 
zapping stormtroopers yeah. as you run down the, the hall. Yeah. Kind of I loved that that scene of Ellie and Zarko walking up to to the bounty hunter and just being like, no, that's not how this is playing. <laughs> I did not expect and, that to work. Disarming, like <laughs> yeah, that that could have gone that could have yeah. gone a lot of ways, honestly. That that yep. whole encounter. Got it this. Yeah. That was fun. I feel like I feel like there is a there is enough about each character. There's a lot of depth to your group. I had a blast. I don't I hope you guys did too. Super. Absolutely. Something that I thought of after the whole like head nod thing was that um maybe just for like future like flavor text and stuff. Because Ellie is a Twi'lek, she has headtails, which mm -hmm. is legitimately like a way to communicate among Twi'leks. And maybe she's just kind of sat down and is like, hey, when I do this, it means <laughs> this plan. Like, maybe oh, we that's a good idea. Or something. I like that. Like the headtails cool. cross or the headtails yeah. twisted. Or when the headtail does this. Yeah. When the headtail smacks right. you in the face. It's <laughs> 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 <I'm mad. laughs> Cool. Well, everybody in the stream who was who was hanging out with us, I didn't see any of your messages, but I really hope you enjoyed it. I had a good time. I think the group had a good time. Yeah, we'll see you in a galaxy far, far away. Thank you so much for listening. For news, show updates, and other fun stuff, follow at Tabletop Galaxy on Twitter. If you enjoyed our content, consider rating and reviewing the show. This feedback helps us know what we're doing right, helps us improve, and helps others find our show. Tonight's host and game master was Steven. You can find him on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. Oh No Elikimi was played by Niffer. You can find her on Twitter at NifferNiff. Kane McAllister was played by Nick. You can find him on Twitter at LizardKingNick. Vosk Nolzar was played by Seal. You can find them on Twitter at OneCritWonder. Zarko Cruz was played by Gregory. You can find him on Twitter at Gregory Festo.